You're listening to The Vine Podcast, episode 106. We've been talking a lot about time management and goal setting on the podcast lately, and today we're going to talk about setting bigger goals for the quarter and for your month. I'll share how you can decide on those goals and then how you can break them down into actionable steps so you can see progress each week. Hey friend, I'm Madison Wetherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for The Vine Podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume, and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the show. I am really excited to dive into this topic and just continue our conversation around time management. I know a lot of you have really loved these episodes and I have really loved seeing you guys share them and just share that they are resonating with you guys. So as always, if you love this episode, I would love for you to give it a share and just to tag me on Instagram. If you are brand new to the podcast, I am so glad that you are tuning into this episode and I hope that it will be helpful for you when you think about managing your time better as a food blogger and how you can really be strategic with your time and set goals to help you achieve the things that you want to achieve with your business. I am your host of this podcast, Madison Wetherill, and I'm the founder and CEO of Grace and Vine Studios. We specialize in building custom websites and food bloggers who are really looking to take their business to the next level. That can mean a variety of different things for our clients, but really you're looking to just grow your food blog through strategic web design and branding that is really going to help you to stand out in a very crowded world of food bloggers. Our clients are often looking for something that will help them to continue making an impact through their food blog, whether that's to their readers or to their family or both. And they're looking to do things like increasing their income and diversifying their income streams, creating higher level strategic partnerships, and creating that household name for their business. Now, if you are ever interested in how we work with clients and what those different offerings look like, you can head over to graceandvinestudios.com or check the link in the show notes to learn more about the different ways that we work with people. Essentially, this year, we're really focusing on our two primary offers, which are our branding VIP intensive and our custom website design package. So if you are really ready to have clarity around your brand messaging, who your audience is, and how you can reach them, the branding VIP intensive is going to be the best package for you, and it's going to include all of the visual side of your brand like your logo design, colors, and fonts, but it's also going to include the brand strategy to back that up. And then our custom website package is a full branding website design and development package, and that also includes a site speed audit review at the end to make sure that your site is up to speed and passing core web vitals. And then we have also been revamping our designer for a day offer, and that will be coming back. So if you are interested in that, again, you can head over to the website to learn more and to apply. So today, like I said, we are going to be continuing this conversation around time management and specifically around goal setting. So if you have missed any of the time management episodes, you can scroll back in your podcast player and just look for the words time management at the beginning of an episode title. And that will let you know that this is part of that series. And then specifically when we are talking about quarterly and monthly goal setting, it might be helpful to go back and listen to episode 97, which is about weekly goal setting. And then episode 102, which is about setting daily priorities. 
series. I'm going to cover a little bit of how all of this kind of plays together because this is kind of the final piece of goal setting. But after listening to this episode, you may want to go back and check out those full episodes just to get a really full picture of all of these different parts that we have been talking about. So when it comes to quarterly and monthly goal setting, I'm actually looping these in together because I think depending on your personality and depending on how you just like to work, you might decide to do either or. You might not do both quarterly and monthly goal setting or you might decide to do both. And really when you think about goal setting a larger level than something like the weekly level, it to me it doesn't really matter whether it's that you know, you're planning for an entire quarter or you're planning for a month, it's still kind of the same process to creating these bigger goals for yourself than just what you want to accomplish by the end of the week, which can sometimes just be getting, you know, one or two blog posts live for the week. And there isn't a lot of forward momentum on some of these larger goals for your business. Whereas when you're thinking about quarterly and monthly goal setting, we're really thinking about those larger goals and the things that you are needing to take many steps to get to. So it's not something that you're going to just be able to do in a day or in a week. It's something that has to kind of compound on itself. So when we start to think about these larger goals, the very first thing that I want you to do is to start with thinking about the bigger picture. Now, when you're thinking about the bigger picture, what we're talking about here is what you want to be doing with your blog right now. So there should be some level of a focus that you're trying to work on for a certain amount of time. So maybe this year you really want to focus on SEO. Maybe this year you're really focusing on growing your social media traffic. Maybe you are working on writing a cookbook. It's kind of those bigger goals that again are going to take longer, but you really want to have those in the forefront of your mind before you go and start to set quarterly and monthly goals because you want to make sure that everything is in alignment. So for example, If you decided that this year you were really going to just double down on SEO and focus a lot on, you know, growing your traffic organically, having a monthly goal to write a cookbook wouldn't make a whole lot of sense because it takes you away from that bigger picture goal that you already have. And this may not be something that you have formulated as an official, you know, annual goal, but it's just something that you know is a focus for you this year. So I want you to really think about what is your focus for this year? And if you don't know, or you haven't really solidified that choice, this is a really good time to get clear on that vision for your blog. This can change. You can, you know, go through a few months of this quarterly or monthly process of goal setting and then decide that your goal has changed. Maybe your focus has changed after a few months. But for now, I want you to just think about what you want the intention to be for your blog for the next year. Now, the reason that we don't stop here and let annual goal setting be enough is actually something that I've been learning in a new book that I've been reading over the last couple weeks, and that book is called The 12-Week Year. Now, one of my biggest takeaways from this book is really what the downfall in this annual planning structure is, and I'm going to just sum it up. I actually don't have the book in front of me or I would just read it to you, but essentially the idea is that when we set an annual goal we are almost setting ourselves up for failure because we naturally are going to procrastinate because the deadline doesn't feel close enough. Now, as somebody who is kind of a natural procrastinator, I related to this statement so much. Basically, he talked about how a corporation or a business might set a goal at the beginning of the year and, you know, starting in January, they're super excited about this goal. They're ready to hit the ground running. And then all of a sudden it's February and you haven't achieved much on that goal but you think, well, it's okay. I still have 11 more months to achieve this goal. But what happens is then again, in June, you realize that you haven't really made progress on that goal, but you think, okay, but I still have six months to achieve this goal, so it's fine. Then December rolls around and all of a sudden, your feet are held to the fire and you are ready to take action on that goal. 
So alternatively, when you plan goals in smaller chunks, like in a quarter or 12 weeks in this case, or in a month, you are able to make more progress because your deadline is tighter. You don't have as much wiggle room to procrastinate or to get behind because every moment, every day is going to make a difference in achieving that goal. So if that resonates with you, I would highly recommend checking out this book. It's a super fast read. I have finished almost half of it in about a week, and that's not even with reading it every day. So it's really a fast read, and you get the point of the book really quickly. And I'm just starting to get into the implementation phase of the book. But really so far, it has just really stuck with me that we need to make our goals smaller and more time sensitive so that we're able to really make progress on them. So with that bigger focus in mind, when you have that bigger focus for your blog in mind, we're going to be able to choose what your quarterly goals are going to be. So if you're someone that annual planning works really well for you, this is something you could just easily break down your annual goal into four manageable steps or 12 manageable steps if you want to do this monthly. But if you're not somebody who likes annual planning and you've struggled with really implementing these annual goals over the years, then I would encourage you to choose a quarterly goal that's going to help you move forward with whatever that goal is that you set. So with the SEO example, if your focus is SEO this year, maybe you can set a quarterly goal to complete an SEO course. Maybe it's to complete a certain amount of the homework that you received from an SEO audit. Or maybe you decide to revise a specific amount of blog posts within a quarter. And as always with these goals that we're setting, you want it to be something that is something you're able to track. So with the idea of this bigger picture, if I say that my focus is SEO for the year, that's not really something that I can measure at the end of the year. I can't really measure did I focus on SEO. But if I set a quarterly goal to revise 15 blog posts per quarter, that's something that I can easily say yes or no, I did not achieve this goal. So really be mindful of that as you are setting your goals, but you want to just keep that bigger focus in mind so that you're really helping yourself to make that goal and that focus something that you can actually achieve at the end of the year. And if you are not someone who has done goal setting very well in the past, this has definitely been me in years past, then I would encourage you to just start small. Don't make your goal something that feels overwhelming to begin with. Make it something that feels like, okay, yes, I could get this done in 12 weeks. If I really focus, I could do this. And then what we're going to do in the next step is we're going to break that down into weekly tasks to help us achieve that goal that we want to achieve in 12 weeks. So this works the exact same if you're doing monthly goal setting, but for this example, we're going to use quarterly goal setting. So for example, if there are, let's just stick with the SEO example here. If I want to revise a specific amount of posts over the quarter, then I'm going to need to figure out how many does that break down to every week. So do yourself a favor and pick a really easy number to divide by 12, not the example that I gave just a couple seconds ago. So if you decide you're going to do 12 SEO updates in the quarter, then you know that you have one blog post per week that you need to do an SEO update on. Then from there, you can break down what the specific tasks are that you have to do in order to achieve that one post being republished or just updated for SEO. And then those become your weekly and daily tasks. So If you are able to map out every step that you have to take in order to revise a blog post, now you're going to be able to break that down and see how many of those things can I get done in a day? How many do I need to do in a week? Maybe you're able to implement some batch working in there and be able to maybe shoot photos for multiple recipes one week so that the next week you can get ahead. This is going to kind of depend on what your work style is and how you already are batching tasks, but keep it simple. Don't try to change a bunch of things. You're already changing the fact that you are setting these weekly priorities or these monthly goals. And so don't change too much about your process. Stick with your process and make the goal fit around your process and how you already work. But this is going to really help you to know whether you're on track for your goal. 
at the end of week one, you're gonna be able to look and say, have I accomplished one twelfth of my goal that I set for this quarter? And if you haven't, then you know you have to catch up the next week in order to be able to stay on track. This is going to give you the opportunity to either catch up, like I just said, or to be able to revise your goal if you need to. If you get halfway through the quarter and you haven't achieved even close to halfway of your goal, then maybe you need to rewrite the goal to be able to fit what you can actually achieve. And then the next time that you go and set these goals, you're going to be able to be more realistic about what you're able to achieve. Honestly, I feel like one of the hardest parts of goal setting and why it is so tricky is it is really hard to know what you're able to get accomplished in a specific amount of time. Even sometimes with the things that we do in our client process that are rinse and repeat, we do them every single time for clients, it is still hard to quantify how much time it actually takes to achieve that particular part of the process. So this is where some of the other things we've talked about with time management really come into play, where if you've already been doing time tracking for a while, you can go back and look and see how long did it me to revise that post? How long did it take me to test a recipe or shoot the photos for that recipe? I tend to be someone who almost always underestimates how long something is going to take me and I've learned to accommodate and adjust for that but if you have not gotten used to that then you might find that you need to overestimate for how much you can get done in a day or in a week and then you're going to be able to adjust over time. But again, the whole point of this 12-week system and really looking at things at a quarterly or monthly level is that you have just enough time to adjust your standards or your, you know, expectations for what you're able to get done, but you don't have enough time to just, you know, sit on your hands for four weeks and not do anything if you really want to achieve those goals because by then you're a third of the way through the quarter and you're not going to reach your goal unless you really hustle to catch up. Now, I just want to share a few additional little tips when it comes to this goal setting, and especially for the quarterly and the monthly, but this can apply to the weekly as well. I would really, really recommend creating some sort of system for yourself around when you do this check-in and when you do the set goal setting every quarter or every month depending on when you're doing it. Now this can be something that you put into a project management system like Asana or Trello if you're using that. This can be something that you just put in your calendar as a reminder or it could even be just something that you put in your phone as a reminder on you know the actual reminders app if you have an iPhone. Whatever is going to work for you, I want you to really set up yourself for success when you are planning out this because if you don't actually set the time to set the goals or you don't take the time to review how you're doing on the goals, it's kind of pointless to even set them in the first place. So I want to make sure that you are just creating that rhythm for yourself. Figure out if there's a specific time of the week that makes sense for you to review this. I always keep all of this type of information in Asana, which is where we manage all of our client projects, but I also have a CEO dashboard, which is just for me, not my team. And so I'm able to set my own goals and track my progress there. But this is something that I try to review every Sunday when I do my weekly planning. So I'll actually think about what are my goals for the month or for the quarter, and then what's one action step or one part of that overall project that I could tackle this week to help me stay on track. And the more specific and measurable your overall goal is, the easier that's going to be. Something that has been a challenge in the past for me is when I set a goal that is something that is really vague. Like for example, we are trying to work on redesigning our own website and in my head, the goal is to redesign the website, but that is way too big of a project. I need to break it down and, you know, figure out bite-sized steps that I can take in, you know, a shorter amount of time. I need to be able to do something in a one to two hour time period, or it's just not going to get done because it's too big. So for you, think about what that goal is and then make sure it's something that you can break down and make more manageable for yourself and then set that check-in weekly for you to see how you're doing. Don't be afraid to, you know, re-just scrap what you have said you're going to do for the month and re 
choose what you're going to do if you need to. It is much better to reset the goal than to just continue to try making progress on something that you know you're not going to be able to achieve because our brains need that quick win of being able to check off the task to make you know progress on our goals and the more we are able to give our brains that the more we're going to be motivated to continue on this process of setting goals and following through on those goals as well and then if you can get some accountability in this find some buddies that you can have a mastermind with or if there's someone that you have on your team like a VA who you can just share your goals with and you know maybe even just ask that they help you to stay on top of these things or to check in and ask you how you're doing on it that can make a world of difference if you are somebody who you know very quickly can just you know say oh I didn't even set goals this month pretending like you didn't have goals that you wanted to achieve having that other person who knows what's going on and what you've said that you want to achieve can be really helpful you of course want it to be someone who's not going to shame you if you don't you know get it right and you don't get it done but just somebody who can help encourage you to maybe decide again what you're going to do or maybe even can be somebody who can help you with part of the process of achieving that goal So I hope this episode was helpful to kind of see the full picture of how these daily priorities, weekly goals, all fit into a larger picture of setting monthly or quarterly goals. And I hope that you will try this process. You know, I think everybody works differently when it comes to goal setting. This is just what has really worked for me. And I learned most of this through a coaching program that I was in for a year. But it took me a while to get the hang of setting goals this way and to be able to break down my goals into weeks and daily tasks that I wanted to achieve. But it really does make a huge difference at actually making progress on your goals and not just trying to, you know, do it all in one day at the very end of the month. So I hope that you will give it a try and then let me know how it goes. I also wanted to mention, in case you didn't know, every single podcast episode that we have has a show notes page on our blog. So if you ever want to check out the show notes to read through or to just get more of a, you know, visual look at what I'm talking about, that is a great place to go. You can always go to either the Grace and Vine site or you can just type in thevinepodcast.com and it will redirect you there. There is also always a link in your show notes that will take you directly to that page. And again, that's where you're going to find a transcript and, you know, you're going to be able to browse the table of contents to see the headings that we're, you know, talking about in the episode. You can also re-listen to the episodes there. So it's a really great resource for you. Our team spends a lot of time preparing these and it can be really great to just help you. I mentioned that we're going to be redesigning our website eventually and something that we're really wanting to do is make sure that there is always a next step episode. So for example, after you listen to this episode, go and listen to episode 97 all about, you know, time management and that sort of thing. So that will be something that'll be coming in the future. But for now, I just wanted to make sure that you knew that we do have those. And if you ever want to just stay up to date with the podcast updates, you can always subscribe to our email newsletter. And again, at the Vine podcast, there is a form for you to sign up for podcast updates. We send out the new podcast every Tuesday. And then I usually have another email that I send out throughout the week that kind of adds some more information to whatever the podcast topic is that we are talking about. So I would love for you to sign up for that over at thevinepodcast.com. And I hope this week was helpful for you. I can't wait to hear what goals you are setting for your business. Feel free to share them with me over on Instagram at Grace and Vine. And until next week, friends, talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.